coming up on this episode of The Hive Life. I also have the opportunity to go to most events where our videos are being shown, and I can't even describe the feeling to see the crowd's reaction when it's played. Welcome to The Hive Life, where we pull back the curtain on Spiracle Media, a company based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a team of former journalists that create beautiful, impactful stories that connect with your audience. Welcome inside the Lincoln Podcast Studio for this edition of The Hive Life. I'm Jared Latch along with Tim Bear. We welcome in Whitney Combs, Executive Director of Marketing and Communication at Queens University. Queens is also one of our partners who we truly enjoy working with. And Whitney, thank you for spending some time with us. Thanks for having me. So first thing we want to get into, we, we give people a little bit of context for who our guest is. If you want to just give us a summation of what you're doing with Queens right now and maybe a little bit of your background before that. Yeah, sure. So I started my career working at two different ad agencies before starting at Queens. So first I worked at French West Vaughn, an ad agency in Raleigh, where I was the assistant to the chief marketing officer working on new business proposals. Then I moved back to Charlotte. I'm a Charlotte native. And I started working at Ray Ward, and I was there for almost seven years. So during that time, I had the opportunity to work on a bunch of leading brands including AAA, Duke Energy, Atrium Health, WFAE, just kind of spearheading all their marketing communication needs. So after a stint in agency life, I decided I wanted to kind of move on over to the client side of things. And so um, I started at Queens, and I am going to be celebrating my eighth anniversary this year. congratulations. Thanks, it's really flown by. Um, So I head up the marketing communication team, just really driving the strategy for all of our enrollment initiatives, fundraising, and just really raising Queens brand profile. So in eight years, I'm sure you've seen firsthand now the rapidity of change because we see it on the technology side and the video side Mm -hmm. all the time. Just uh, enlighten our our listeners a little bit on how Queens is utilizing the many areas for video. Sure. So we kind of use a strategy called the COPE strategy every time we create a piece of content. And that stands for create once, publish everywhere. So we really just try to get like the biggest bang for our buck every time we create a piece of content. So we work on short form content and long form content. So for long form, um, that's usually about two to three minutes. We usually use those like to tell singular student stories. And those pieces are usually um, used in our donor appreciation events. So we do a few of those a year, as well as we really try to incorporate those into our daily visit presentations with prospective students. It's really important to really try to empathize with those students and just kind of allow themselves to kind of see themselves at Queens and what the experience could be like. And then recently we started working on some short form content. So that's like 15 and 30 second spots. Also on student stories. We've really started incorporating that into our advertising. So we're doing a lot of pre-roll advertising, streaming media and so forth. And we're seeing great results for that work. That's awesome. And when you guys um, sit back and look at what's happening in the higher education space as far as videos going. I know that you and your team are often looking at other schools, seeing if they're doing something new or different. What are you seeing across the landscape right now in that higher ed space? Sure. So we actually sent um, our admissions counselors kind of do some peer research. And so what we are seeing is a lot of colleges and universities are spouting like all the facts and figures about their institution. And so facts and figures can be hard to forget sometimes it's not super memorable and so we just really sought out to create a memorable visit experience and we wanted to do that through storytelling 
And so we've been able to use all of our student videos as part of our visit presentation. And so the way that people connect is through stories. I mean, storytelling is how we remember things, how we empathize with each other. And so really, we just wanted to set ourselves apart in terms of creating videos um, for our prospective student visits. And that really works for not only the student space, but you mentioned the other events that happen during the mm -hmm. year. And we've, we've helped with those singular character-focused stories in the donor land to try to promote giving and support that way. Uh, talk just in general, and you touched on it a little bit, why is the power of story and that singular focus so important with relating to an audience? Yeah, sure. So um, really the essence of Queen's brand is um, often told through this concept we called Yes And. And so we've really created this space here at Queen's where we have intentional balance. You don't have to compromise one thing to gain another. And so we really have created our little niche for ourselves. We're a small school in a big city. And so no Yes And story is the same. That's like the beauty of our brand. Whenever we created the brand, we didn't want it to be a campaign. We want it to be a brand that would live on for 12, 15 years. And so really we wanted to be able to differentiate ourselves through the yes and. And so being able to tell these singular student stories and just learn so much about our students but then package them in a two to three minute piece and have it come to life has just been beautiful. And when you guys look at um, these campaigns that you are running, you know, I think more than a lot of uh, partners that we work with, you guys are also looking at metrics uh, in, in everything you do. Um, what kind of metrics are important to you as a marketing uh, manager or director and that level? And when you're thinking about when you start these campaigns, what are those metrics that you guys are watching and keying in on? Yeah, sure. So I kind of touched on the fact that we recently created these 15 and 30 second videos for five of our key programs, and that's across undergrad and graduate programs. And so we're taking these 30, 15 and 30 second spots and we're using them in pre-roll, streaming TV, connected TV, Roku, ESPN, and so forth. So whenever someone's in our target market, we're able to serve up those ads just promoting our programs. So we're seeing some awesome metrics. In the last quarter, we had almost 250,000 video completions per program. Wow. For those 15 second spots, um, they really led the way in terms of the completion rate at about 75%, which is huge. And then our 30 second videos had the most engagement in terms of clicks. So really we watch our click-through rates and see how we benchmark against industry standards. So for higher ed, um, the standard is about 0.05% click-through rate, and we are surpassing that. Um, we're getting oftentimes over 0.1%, which is great. And then we can even see that people go back and rewind the videos, which is really, really cool. So I don't think it gets better than that in terms of endorsing your video with engaging content. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. I mean, I think um, when we look at it, a lot of times people look at video as playing the same role as a billboard in that you know you put it up there but you never know whether somebody's coming to see it and or whether they're going to see it and then make a decision based on it but now you guys are able to make that connection because of the way that you're using it yeah definitely um so i think it's important um whenever you're seeking out to tell a story effectively you need to analyze your audience first so consider how your story might resonate with them what are their feelings and needs be intentional with your story so for us we just want to create that empathy we want to see if 
our student story is going to resonate with our target audience, that 17 year old who's thinking about coming back to school. Um, so we would just want to make sure that we can make our audience emote. We want them to laugh, to cry, to feel inspired. We want them to be, to be moved. And so we see this with our videos. People oftentimes say, hey, I heard that story about Alvin or about Gretchen, and I want to have that same type of experience. So I think that's another benchmark that's really telling us, hey, these videos are working. They're making a difference. And you know, you talk about the singular student story connecting with them and when they're doing those visits and that kind of stuff. You know, I think a lot of people have the tendency to think um, that shorter is better always for younger age people. But I think that when you're telling a really good story, length is not a barrier that they really worry about. No, I agree. I mean, sometimes I think we've been even trying to train um, our different clients. We call them campus clients, um, our colleagues on campus. And sometimes before we'll even share a piece, they're like, what's the length? And we're like, don't worry about it. We're not gonna show you that it's exactly 120 seconds. And so then afterwards, you know, we'll show that it's a three and a half minute video and someone's completely enraptured by it. And they're like, wow, it didn't feel that long because we really pulled someone in. That's a good feeling. That's a good measuring stick for us as well. When we work on a variety of different pieces, a lot of different durations and you know if one that's a minute and 20 feels long, you're in a bad spot. But you could go five minutes sometimes and you get to the end and you're, you're still there because it's captured your interest. You're fully engaged with it and it could be five minutes and 10 seconds, but it might have felt like it was two minutes. So right. you've got both sides of the spectrum. I wanna go back to talking about preparation. How important is, is pre-production and knowledge? Because we're about educating not only our partners, but those in different marketing departments, stakeholders, just on the, the thinking behind the way it works. How critical is that for you guys? Because I know you have a really good foundational understanding of what it takes to get to from point A to B in terms of content. Sure. So I think that pre-production is critical. I think it's probably the most important part of kind of teeing up your story and what that's going to be. So um, at Queens, we have countless meetings with the students to get to know each other. We have a lot of coffees. We truly develop like a good relationship and rapport. Um, to get to know the heart of the story. And so I think it's essential personally to develop that relationship and get to know each other and feel comfortable before you like stick a camera in someone's face. <laughs> yeah. Because I think by that point, you're just old friends having a conversation. And I think that's played out really well for us. I think that it makes someone feel comfortable and the story feels authentic as a result. Yeah, we've seen that too. I mean, you warm the plate up, they, they open up a lot more, you get the story. And like you said, you feel like old friends that are just hanging out, going through this process. For you being around a lot of different types and use cases for video, what do you see that's sort of next? It doesn't have to be way out there in the distance, but just a little bit far out in terms of where it's gonna go or maybe how you can use it in the education space and apply it. Yeah, sure. So our team had the pleasure of going to the Digital Marketing Summit a few months ago, and we learned that video is the growing digital marketing channel. So we took that as a very important takeaway. Um, more than 500 hours are being watched daily on YouTube, and I'm sure most people know that YouTube is the second most important search engine behind Google. So it's imperative to have your messages out on YouTube, but really differentiate yourself. You have to stand out, know your brand, tell your story authentically to really stand out in the crowd. And I think too, you know, Google's recently started showing video on page one and people are not scrolling past page one of Google. So I think it's even more important to just have your message out there, especially with video. 
if people are searching. And I think you um, you sort of touched on it. And one of the real reasons we wanted to get you in here is because you guys have grown with us in a lot of ways in how we've grown our team. And I think you've grown your team and, and your utilization of video. What do you think is the most important part of our relationship working as a vendor for you guys in, in that process? Just so that, you know, not only for our listeners out there, but for us, it's good to hear what's important on your end of the table and, and what you have gone through and what you see as a success. Sure. Um, so at Queens, we have a team of about 10 in-house people, um, ranging from PR to creative services to digital to so forth, but we don't have in-house video talent. And so we sometimes can do some like quick and dirty stuff on our own for social media, but it was really important to us to have a trusted partner we could turn to to create our video content. And so I truly think of Spherical as an extension of our marketing team. You are part of our team. You've crafted content for us for more than five years and I just can't thank you enough it's just you've grown with us and I can see the correlation with our enrollment so two years ago we had our highest enrollment numbers ever in the history of the university last year was our second highest so I definitely see some attribution there well we appreciate it I know on our part it's been very fruitful in terms of allowing us to to push the creative vision to work toward what we've always say purposeful video and video that matters and hearing that it helps to boost enrollment and it makes a real difference is something that's extremely important to us on our side. Uh, for you with your role in video, and, and you're in most of these pre-production videos, and I'm sure a lot of it is behind the scenes with trying to vet and say, okay, this is a really good story for these reasons. What is your favorite part personally of being part of the video process? Yeah, so I guess I kind of serve as a producer in a way, and I just love hearing the student story. So I feel like I've actually met a lot of students and create a relationship with them beginning with video just th those initial meetings those coffees to get to know each other and those have turned into long-lasting relationships so that really connects me to my work it fulfills me to see the difference i'm making in a student's life oftentimes i can meet with them you know for hours and understand what their experience has been like at queens but then to see it turn into a little package a little two to three minute package kind of bringing their story to life is so fulfilling um, I also have the opportunity to go to most events where our videos are being shown, and I can't even describe the feeling to see the crowd's reaction when it's played. And even afterwards, um, we recently featured a young woman named Gretchen in a video, and I was actually seated at a table adjacent to her parents, and so I was able to watch their reaction. I saw them cry, I saw them laugh, and then afterwards, her parents walked up to me and said, wow, you perfectly described our daughter. Thank you. It was just such a great moment just to know that we authentically describe their daughter. It doesn't get better than that. Well, that's awesome to hear. And I, I, that was a very powerful story on us to, to watch that come together. And I know uh, Dave really enjoyed putting that together with you guys and working hand in hand and, and coming up with how to illustrate uh, what could be a difficult story to illustrate. But obviously Gretchen was such a great character as well. And she was just so open and willing to share. Um, I think that really helped it. As somebody that has dove in both feet into the video world, what are some of your uh, little pieces of advice for other marketers that are out there that maybe haven't gotten there yet and they're thinking about it? What are some of the things that you would just lay out there for them? Sure, well, I would say that um the world is going to digital. I mean, you need to have, you need to create content that fits in the digital space, especially social media. You want content that's shareable, that's engaging. 
Facebook wants to see engagement and videos can help with that, either live videos, native content. So I think it's really important to really put video into your marketing mix. It's essential these days. Give us a, a plug for Queens. You know, we've worked uh, together now for five years in Queens, a, a small university, which, which I think has a lot of power to it and is a fantastic institution. If you were to just pepper out a couple of, of bullet points on, on why Queens give you that opportunity. Oh, thanks. So yeah, Queens, we kind of claim to be the small school in the big city. Um, I think that um, in terms of our peer schools, we stand apart because we do have Charlotte in our backyard. Um, I think that with our students, if you raise your hand, the possibility is poor. I mean, the yes and promise really does exist. Um, so I don't think you have to compromise one thing to gain another. And I think that we have a great community at Queens. We have awesome professors who really care about their students. People make lifelong friends at Queens. And year after year, we are turning out some awesome outcomes. So last year, the graduating class, um, in terms of graduating class, we had 98% of our students find a job within a year of graduation. Wow, that's Which impressive. is great, yeah. And we actually are benchmarking higher than some of other, other institutions. Well, we've been a part of some Queen's talent here as well with uh, right. Austin Huddy, who is yes. a former Royal that played soccer there. That's that right. Now part of our team. So he gets yes. to work on some of these projects and, and go home in a way back to Queens. Yeah, it's come full circle. It has yeah. for sure. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for, for spending time with us on Thanks this podcast. Thanks for having me. And we want to remind you, you can find out more about Spiracle Media at spiraclebuzz.com. Check out the links to all our podcasts there as well. And then you can find a number of our Talented Teams videos by visiting our Vimeo profile. For Whitney Combs and Tim Bear, I'm Jared Latch saying thanks for listening and don't be afraid to try something new. You've been listening to The Hive Life, brought to you by Spiracle Media. Always remember, you can visit SpiracleBuzz.com or follow us at Spiracle Media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Hive Life.